0: Hello and welcome to the e commerce playbook podcast. My name is Andrew Ferris, and I have the privilege of running 4x400, a D2C holding company that acquires, operates, and grows e commerce brands. And this week, I am pumped. I am pumped to tell you about what is going on in one of our businesses, Slick Products. Um, I am interrupting other things that I was planning on talking about because over this last weekend, we had one of the biggest wins we've ever had for Slick. I think we may have totally changed our business. It's really maybe one of those inflection points that you like hope to hit in these remarkable ways. So uh, I'm gonna tell you all about what it was, how we did it, how you can do the same thing. Stay tuned. All right, I hope you could hear in the intro the level of excitement I feel about uh, what I'm about to tell you. So Slick is our, our the oldest brand in the CTC 4x400 ecosystem universe that we have owned. We first acquired Slick and started working with Brian Wilkinson, Slick's founder, in 2017. And there was a lot we liked about the business. Um, but in the early days, we, we were just doing lots of slower fixing. 4x400 was really not a reality yet. So we just kind of chipped away at it. Brian, super talented guy all the way around, um, but also a really talented graphic designer. So Slick has actually always been a great looking brand uh, because it was started by a guy who, um, who not only is a, a really good business thinker, but just a, a great graphic designer. So um, so that was always part of what Slick brought was this really cool endemic feel to the off-road community that it's in. If, if, you, if you don't know Slick, uh, slickproductsusa.com. Um, Slick is, we sell wash products for off-road vehicles. So uh, Brian grew up riding dirt bikes um, and, and so it kind of came from his own uh, passion and family uh, world there. So, so anyway, so uh, Slick though, in the midst of all of that, Slick has always had two problems. And they have dogged Slick for a long time. So Slick has grown consistently. We got it at $100,000 in revenue. and we just have kind of kept ticking it up. It went to 250 the first year, or we really were barely touching it then. It went from 250 to a million. It uh, went from a million to 1.8 last year. So solid growth rate, um, nothing that is like incredible necessarily in, in the D2c world that we all live in uh, here, if you're listening to this. Um, but, but totally solid growth. Um, And we just kind of kept chipping away. Some problems are hard to solve, they take a long time. And so we've continued to try and solve a series of problems with Slick over a long time and the the growth has been there and so we just keep going. So um, this year Slick is now on pace to be at around four and a half million in, in revenue. And a lot of that has happened in, the middle back half of the year. It's not, I I think we got some COVID bump from people buying this kind of a product online, but I don't think that's the full explanation. We've done a lot of stuff along the way to get there, including unlocked our customer acquisition in some new ways. You might've heard me talk uh, about how we, um, started focusing on single products in this different way. Uh, And I'm going to talk more about that in a second, but it's been this journey. And as we have done that, um, Nonetheless, along the way, there have always been two problems. Um, The first problem for Slick has been margin. Now, Slick makes wash products. Those are not prohibitively expensive to make, But the problem is shipping them. You've Almost for sure, if you've listened to the show before, heard me talk about this, but shipping heavy bottles of liquid all across the country is really expensive. And so we just get crushed on shipping. Uh, We've had months where we've paid 20 to 25% of our revenue in shipping costs, partly because we made some mistakes, but also because um, it's just when you make a mistake in shipping this product, you eat it really, really bad. We had gotten it down to about 12% uh, just in freight costs earlier this year, but the, the the way we did that was with a consolidated carrier. We did it with the first mile. It really wasn't a very good experience for our customers. About one in 20 orders was showing up really late. It was taking a long time. And shipping really matters to a lot of customers, so that wasn't a good solution. So we've been playing with it. And we now think we have gotten somewhere with shipping to where in the next couple months, we might be back at that sort of 12% range, which is not great, but it's workable for us. Um, and if we could do that, then we would we would be really happy about that. So I'm gonna tell you more about that actually later if we solve it. We think we have solved it and uh, we've done a number of things to get there. But, um, but for now, what I wanna tell you about is the other problem and that is customer retention. So again, you've heard me talk about this with Bamboo Earth. We have grown Bamboo Earth very quickly, in part because Bamboo Earth customers come back and they keep buying. So we can scale customer acquisition at a low MER and a low ROAS, and I, I was telling you about this just last week in our episode, just sort of this battle between taking as thin of a margin as possible while it, while uh, growing and and uh, projecting future profit. Not in a VC-funded way, but yeah, just go back and I won't rehash it. Go listen to last week's episode. I talked all the way through that last week. Um, but basically, that is only a question for Bamboo Earth because Bamboo Earth retains customers really well. We've now actually looked, uh, compared this to a bunch of brands in the CTC ecosystem. And it, I think Bamboo Earth uh, is the number three brand in customer retention of all brands that CTC and 40400 deals with. So all of our brands, all of our clients' brands, uh, in terms of uh, retention percentage. And there's a lot more for us to keep doing there. It's, again, a testament to the value of that product and how good it is. Slick is is like fourth from the bottom. And that's crazy because Slick... Um, slick is a consumable product so it's not like fc goods like fc goods is maybe the lowest brand in retention for any of our brands and that is sort of understandable right once you've bought one baseball glove wallet you really don't need another so we're not really expecting to retain a lot of customers with that brand so it's not not the model slick on the other hand we are expecting to retain customers because it's a consumable product it's wash products for your vehicles and There's no reason that we have to think that people don't like it. (laughs) So that, that, you know, if we had a pure product problem, something would be weird here, but we we don't have a big onslaught of customers going, this stuff doesn't work or it's too expensive or whatever. So we have just never been able to figure out why in the world aren't customers coming back and buying more. In particular, that's true with our Shine spray product. Our Shine is an aerosol spray that, uh, you spray it on your vehicle, your off-road vehicle, and it does two things. One is it, it shines your, uh, your vehicle, so it makes it look beautiful. It sparkles, it looks like showroom fresh after you're done washing it. Um, and so you can put that thing back in the garage or whatever, and in your dirt bike, or your ATV or whatever, looks incredible. It looks awesome. So it's a viscerally great experience in that respect, okay? Secondly, it protects your vehicle so that next time you go ride, um, there's a layer keeping your mud from falling uh, from, from uh, keeping mud from clinging to the vehicle so the mud just kind of falls off a lot easier and makes your next wash easier okay so it's a really good product it's really popular people love it there's a there's one major competitor in the off-road space called Maxima SC1 and uh, that's a really popular product um, and and so we have started to push more and more on this shine product because we know people love it. Um, now, it's even more expensive for us to ship, it's an aerosol, so you can't fly it anywhere, so there's some problems there. Um, uh, now, that's not a problem necessarily for shipping straight to the customer, but it's a problem for getting it to us. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, the, the, the point is, um, the margin is not great shipping-wise, but so we have solved that by saying, how do we go with this sort of sh- uh, approach to customer acquisition where we really focus on starting them with the shine, which for a long time, We were starting people on the off-road wash, uh, which is kind of the core product that was really the first part of Slick, uh, sort of your main soap for cleaning your bike or your ATV or whatever. That's sort of been a core product for a long time for a number of reasons I won't get into now. Uh, And then we also had these kits where you get sort of like three different products plus a foam gun. And uh, again, you may have heard me talk about this. If you look at Slick's site, you'll see it. These kits um, are really a great experience for customers. And so we try to sell those because the the logic was always, we get better margin by shipping more stuff at once. Uh, The customer gets a great experience and sort of everybody wins, okay? So, a couple months ago, we started running these ads to these landing pages where we just sold shine, but we can't sell one bottle of shine only because we will get destroyed on, on our margin. I mean, if we sell one single bottle of shine, even with our shipping collect, like, like we're, we're making like 25 points of margin or something. Like it's really, really before ad spend, like it's really not good. Maybe it's 30. Um, so, it, so, so we just can't exist that way. So instead, what we have done is build a landing page where, uh, we really push people to buy three or six bottles of Shine at once. So there's a pricing strategy on it. I will link to that landing page in the show notes because it's important for you to follow this. the The Shine uh, Lander is built for us to acquire customers via this Shine product, but without us getting destroyed on the margin And I told you was such a problem for us. And so, if they buy a three pack or a six pack, we do okay. Uh, uh, all said and done on the margin, I, I don't remember the exact number, but it, it you know fifty to sixty points after shipping. Maybe maybe not quite there, but um, but pretty decent, okay? So um, I don't think we're getting quite to 60 actually, probably closer to 50. So workable if if the ROAS is high enough for us, which it usually is, we've been able to do that. So that's been a big success for us. Customers buy the shine, they love it, and this is another weird thing, people, people actually tell us anecdotally they love this product. Like they, they go out of their way, the comments are really positive, the reviews are positive, and they're even enthusiastic. So why in the world, Do they not come back and buy it? We actually have access through CTC to a data tool it's a proprietary data tool that gives us access to customer retention, repeat rate by first product purchase. So we can look, if you bought the shine first, how how often do you come back and how long does it take? That's the question we ask, okay? It's a really, really cool thing. If you want to know more about that, you should reach out to me, podcast 400com I'll get you connected with the right people at CTC so you can maybe do that. It's proprietary to their clients, but it may be, it may be a good way to get a conversation started there. So, so, um, so... We look at that though and it hasn't been very good so far, even if they bought the shine first. So here's the thing that we did, and this is what this is all leading up to is this. Brian went, and apart from me, I just, I love to be able to say that my team is smart. This is, I get the one, I get the joy and the pleasure of telling you about their W uh, uh, on, on the podcast here, but like, this was not my thing. Okay, this is Brian's thing. Brian went and said, what if we did this? What if we built a separate landing page that basically is a total repeat of the lander that I mentioned before, like sort of our top of the funnel lander? And instead of making it one bottle, three bottles, six bottles, we went. We made it the sort of refill landing page. So we gave people the same great offer <clears throat> on their product, but in in but there is no single bottle on the page. You can only buy a bottle of three, six, or twelve. And we we primarily target here people who have already bought Shine to go send them back to this page so they can refill their shine. They already know they like it. They know they're gonna want it. And we'll say, get a great offer by buying more of it at once, okay? So so um, so he said, what if we do that? And then we just send an email out to our list and tell them, come back and buy shine, special offer, okay? Now the special offer is the exact same offer they already got on their when we acquired them, okay? Uh, and that's a really important detail. I'll tell you more why in a second. Well, here's what happened. Here's the metrics. It took me a long time to get there, but. Uh, but here's the metrics. Sending that email meant that on Sunday, and, and we, by the way, made a point of sending it on a Sunday because Sunday, as I've mentioned before, um, I think I did an episode called Why Do We Sell So Much Stuff on Sundays? You can listen to me talk about it, uh, where I talked about Sunday is Slick's biggest day of the week consistently. So it's it's kind of a weird thing. We're trying to, we still don't totally know why, but it's consistently Sunday's our biggest day of the week. So we sent the email on Sunday. And um, and on Sunday, we did Eight grand in cust- in returning customer revenue. Eight grand customers who were, who had already bought before. Um, people who came via that email about uh, about I think there was in last click Google Analytics revenue. There was like seven thousand dollars and about sixty five hundred of it. Uh, was was new customer or was excuse me was repeat customers uh 62 6500 of it so we, we sent the list we sent the email to broader than just past customers on on there cuz why not send it to an engaged part of your total email list but the major vast majority what i'm saying is the vast majority of people who bought from that email the vast majority of people who bought from that email were returning customers and to put that number into some context for you 8 grand in repeat customer revenue is by far the highest single day repeat customer revenue Slick has ever done, and it's not close. So um, the previous high was in July. We did a 4th of July sale, and we did a little over seven grand one day. And a little over eight grand versus a little over seven grand may not sound like that much, except that that was a 4th of July sale moment, right? So we were actually discounting and really targeting repeat customer revenue via via a sale that we pumped out to our our people really hard. Um, Plus, uh, a little over eight grand versus a little over seven grand without running a sale, literally the same offer they already got, is is actually like what, 15, 12, 13% more revenue or something like that? Like it's like a pretty big jump in one day just from literally just from sending an email to a landing page. We already had the core structure of the landing page built. We just duplicated it and made it a refill page basically. Okay, um, so what I am saying here is that by simply reaching out to our people, and let me tell you, here's why I think this worked, okay? And this is this is the point. The reason I think this worked is because we did the simplest thing in the world to help sell or to sell product to a customer who already liked that product, which is we made it easy for them to buy it again. Before this, if you loved the Shine product and you came in on this offer that we're acquiring thousands of customers through, like it was really hard to go get that exact same offer. There was no link anywhere back to that landing page you first came through. So you had to go to our main website, navigate to Shine, to the Shine product, and on our main Shine PDP, you did not get that same offer because uh, because on we're selling single bottles there. And again, we, we just can't offer that on single bottles. Now, there's a good argument that we should go change our Shine PDP to just basically have this sort of structured offer that's pushing people to buy more uh, to make that our evergreen PDP. So we will definitely consider that because of what has happened here. But in the meantime, before going and doing all of that work, Like all we did here was we took these people and said, hey, go buy more of that thing you already love at the same price that you already thought was fair and reasonable and was a good deal for you and a good deal for us, okay? Uh, Go do more of that. Here's an email, click buy, you're done. Um, There is a principle, I must have mentioned this before because it's one of my favorite e-commerce principles for like selling things on the internet. There's a principle uh, from behavioral economists uh, particularly Richard Thaler, Nobel, Nobel winning behavioral economist. I know, I know I've talked about this on here before, uh, but he says, it's worth repeating he Says if you want someone to do something, make it easy, Nobel behavioral, behavioral economist. Okay. If you want someone to do something, make it easy. We had made it so hard for customers to go buy more of this product. we had made it so hard uh, to, to, for them to go get the deal that they had already gotten once before. Uh, And and now all we do is make it easy. And you can bet we're gonna turn that email into something that goes in our automated flows over a time triggered thing, because there's no reason that shouldn't keep working for as long as we keep uh, selling shine in the first place. This is the thing that I want you to think about for your customers. If you want them to do something, make it easy for them. The great example of this from behavioral economics is that uh, when you start a new job, you're auto opted into your 401k so you don't have to sign up for it. You can you can go opt out of your 401k if you want to. You have total freedom to do that. You've not forced anything on anyone, okay? Um, but uh, but uh, by auto-opting people into their 401k instead of making them go and sign up for their 401k, despite that 401ks with any matching is free money for people, um, the opt-in rate went from like 30% to 70% for American workers. It's like some crazy number when you auto opt people in. It makes a huge difference despite that it really is no actual difference in uh, in the offer or anything like that. All, all it is is the exact same 401k offer. Just by auto-opting people in, you massively change their behaviors. Why? Because friction slows people down. It stops things from happening. So if you just make things easy for people, uh, they will go do that more. So for us, I look at our business and say, wait a minute, maybe part of the reason we haven't retained customers very well is because we just haven't made it easy for them. Like this is why subscription options work. This is why um, automated emails post-purchase that are triggered according to what the person bought are a good idea, right? This is these are the kinds of things I'm thinking about we're doing. For Bamboo Earth, for example, when somebody buys our skin quiz, product uh, if you take care of skin quiz and you buy your custom recommended skin collection It's really hard to get back to that landing page to go buy more of it So right now we retain customers well without even doing that Okay, but what would happen if we made it just really easy to go back and buy more of the thing that you already that you already We already custom recommended for you and you probably liked because it's a great product like it's so simple in so many ways but It may be the solve to the biggest problem in our entire business. If you have been listening to this podcast and you've been acquiring customers via landing pages that promote specific offers, what I'm telling you is, go ahead and use that for your customer acquisition method. Uh, Go ahead and and use those landing pages with these special offers. But just make sure that if you're trying to retain clients, you make it easy, retain, retain customers, you make it easy for them to go back and buy more of it. If you want someone to do something, make it easy. I will tell you as we go forward how this keeps working. But in the meantime, if you want someone to do something, make it easy. Hey, so I'm sure you could hear in my voice the excitement this week. Uh, I do not apologize for that. I, I am excited this week. I, um, I've i been working with Brian and his team for a long time and uh, love Brian and uh, and want to see him succeed. So to, to see this W Happen in this potentially big way is just really cool, really encouraging, um, and and yeah, I want Brian to win, I want my team to win, and I certainly want to win as well. So it's exciting, and I'm excited to tell you about it. I'm excited to tell you more about it as it happens. Hey, uh, as always, I'm going to put all the relevant assets in the show notes here, so you'll have um, so you'll have the initial landing page where we that to which we acquire customers, or through which we acquire customers on the Shine as well as the email we sent out, as well as the retention version of the landing page with the retention ver- based offer. So you can go check those out for yourself. And uh, yeah, I think that is everything for this week. So uh, as usual, at Andrew J. Ferris on Twitter, hit me up there and podcast 100.com. Uh, and and a couple of you, again, have reached out with really, really kind words in the last week. It's always encouraging to me. Um, Hearing about the potential for helping people grow their businesses is just the coolest. Um, I I really, really value that a lot. Um, If you want to say thanks for that, if you have appreciated this, I would really love it if you'd rate and review us. That that, that would mean a lot. So uh, rate and review, and then uh, we can uh, keep it going from there. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for spending a little bit of time with me. Hope you're doing great. We'll see you next week.